Conversations, random, off-the-cuff discussions on all things paranormal. Hey Kelly, how are you? I'm doing great, Diane. How are you? I'm good. We have a special guest here for our Paranormal Conversations number three. We sure do. We have Mort the Gravedigger with us. He's a little shy, so he didn't really want to show his face. Yeah, he he is a shy lad. All right. So before we get into our interview with Mort, I wanted to kind of set a little bit of groundwork here and explain a little bit why we have Mort as a part of the show. So what happened is when I first started History Ghost Bump, I wasn't even planning on doing anything when it came to money, trying to finance it or anything like that. I was just paying for everything myself. And then as you get further along in here, you start realizing, well, this costs money to buy upgraded equipment and programs and all that good stuff. So I wanted to find a way to finance it. And about the same time that I wanted to do that, which was about six months in, Patreon had started its program, I guess you could call it. And it was all in beta and everything. But I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and give this a try. And I really feel good about having this be a completely listener-supported podcast. So I put everything up on Patreon. I picked out different tiers. And then it sat there for about six months. But we finally got our first person. And it was somebody at the $10 level. So I was like, well, people really are willing to get in and support this show. So did that for almost a year and a half, maybe two years. And I thought, you know, our Patreon is really boring. I wanted to spice it up a little bit. And do something more with just tier one, tier two, tier three. So I came up with this idea of, hey, what if we had a cemetery where everybody could be buried and we had different burials within there at the different, at the different tier levels? And of course, those have changed over the years, but that's what we came up with. And I'm going to have to look here at my notes because I cannot remember the name of the cemetery because it's, it's in Latin, Kelly. Uh I I dare you to try to say this. Executorius Ordinator Necropolis. Say that five times fast. So basically, that is the executive producer cemetery. You know, when you have a cemetery, you have to have a sexton, somebody to watch over it. And basically, a sexton is a fancy name for a grave digger and somebody who also takes care of the grounds and stuff. We have six levels of burial, and Mort handles all of that. And he just kind of came out of the blue. I, I put the call out there that I needed somebody. And Frankly, he was the only one who answered, but that was okay because he's been excellent at this. It's He was born to do it, I think. I would say so. <laughs> a lot of you guys know that not only does he do the arrangements for all of our burials, but a couple of years ago, he even did the eulogies. Like He wrote them out and did them for all of our executive producers. That was like kind of our gift back to everybody. And then he also takes care of entouring the bodies, depending upon what the burial is, and... Sometimes we have to disentour people too or move them around because some people downgrade, some people upgrade, and he has to take care of all of that. I'm glad that he's the one in charge of it, to be honest. Yeah, because I'm not digging up any of the executive producers after you've been in the ground for a year or even in a mausoleum. I'm not. Mm-mm. 
not doing it. So he's really our one-stop shop when it comes to the cemetery. Kelly said, you know, she was looking on the spectacular crew and all these people had said, we'd like to know more about more. And everybody was expressing some interest in him. And so we went out to the cemetery and we said, more, would, would you come into the studio and join us and answer some questions? And well, he said he would be willing to do it. And Barnaby's hanging out there with him too. So you ready? I'm ready. Okay. And I, you, you ready more? Yeah. He says he's ready too. Okay. So we're just going to go forward with your guys's questions and we're going to do it in the order that you guys did it as well. So there's no special way that we're doing this. It's just however you guys asked is how we're going to ask them too. First up, we have Ed Jones. And I'm going to go ahead and let you read those off. So Ed Jones says, what are your goals and where do you see yourself in 500 years? Oh, now see. Ed is a forward thinker. The death industry is getting more popular with this newer death positive movement. So I really see a lucrative market in the future. More neon with more natural burials. Wait, neon, Mort? I don't know about that, Mort. I'm going to have my own cemetery one day, and Hollywood forever is going to empty out because all the celebrities are going to want to be buried at my place. And you have seen the Neon Museum in Las Vegas, right? In 500 years, I see myself ruling over a small island near Antarctica. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, it's good to have aspirations. He's going to rule Antarctica. That's great. And I haven't been to Las Vegas Neon Museum yet, but I mean, there's some potential there. I've never been to the Neon Museum, but it sounds good. And, and you know, I'm always up for neon. It's very retro. Maybe like an arrow pointing down like Joe lies here. <laughs> I don't know. All right. So SB McDowell asked, what qualifications are needed for your career, Mort? Good shoveling skills. It's harder than you think. Maybe, I guess. We imagine you need good people skills also. Why? They're dead. Well, Mort, you know, dealing with the families? They all seem to like my charm. Pat's on the back there. All right. So our next question also comes from S.B. McDowell. So she asks, hey, Mort, any gardening tips? Amend the soil properly. This is very important. The fresher the body, the larger the blooms or crops. Also makes them a little less messy. Ew. <laughs> Okay, and now on to Karen Miller's questions. How did Mort get into this line of work? Was it a generational thing, like he followed in his father's footsteps or just stumbled into it? And she'd like to thank him for taking such good care of their final needs. Well, that's nice. Thank you, Karen. That is very sweet. Mr. Warden was a sexton at a cemetery. And he found me as a little lad hiding under a lilac bush after I had stumbled into a freshly dug grave and managed to climb out. Not sure how I ended up at the cemetery. 
He took me under his wing and showed me everything you need to know about keeping a cemetery. So I fell into this work you could say. <laughs> Mort! <laughs> I am honored to prepare the final resting places for executive producers. And then Stephen Thompson asked, is Mort a familiar form of your given name? I actually didn't have a real name for years. Mr. Warden called me Wee Lad, which was a little silly when I got older, but he never gave me a name. Kind of like Edward Scissorhands, who never got his hands. But that changed thanks to the listeners. That's right, Mort. We asked the listeners to give you a name, and Mortimer was the winner, with Mort for short. And Mortimer means Dead Sea. And that was Coilette. And it seems fitting since death is your business. Yeah, that's uh, Coilette is her username on Instagram and on Twitter. And so she's the one who came up with Mort, and it's worked out beautifully. Stephen had another question. What is a soil like in your cemetery? Very sandy here in Florida. So easier to dig. Clay sucks. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I do too. Growing up in Southern California, any gardening I did was always horrible trying to get through the clay. Yeah, you don't need a pickaxe in Florida. It's just a shovel. This is, this is a great name. We are going to butcher it. We're sorry right now. So next we have a question from Orochimaru Renji Hasegawa. I'm sorry. Any strange experiences while tending to those who have moved on? I asked since I asked a mortician the very same question. She said that working closely with those who have left this earthly plane made her a believer and that there is life beyond death. Have I seen a ghost you mean? Let's just say there is life after death. Don't be so vague, Mort. I've had several shovels disappear and I've never found them. There was one that mysteriously ended up in a coffin with a body and I didn't put it there. I've seen white mists in the shape of humans in the cemetery. A squirrel once talked to me, but that might have been after too much cider. <laughs> need to quit hitting that cider mart and next we have questions from shanna watson which type of headstone do you recommend granite is best for longevity limestone is nice for conversational purposes the white bronze tombstones which were cast from zinc are some of my favorite I like headstones with lots of symbols. You used to be able to get tombstones from catalogs. That is true, Mort. Not a lot of people know that. And we're not just talking about these uh, white bronze zinc ones. You could get your granite ones. You could get all different kinds. And you could get them out of like the Sears Roebuck. Uh, I think Montgomery Wards had them. Montgomery Wards, I think, was even more affordable. You know what? We need to talk about this on one of our Haunted Cemetery episodes. We'll talk about catalog tombstones. Oh, I love those ones. And then she also wanted to know, Mort, are you single? Oh, gosh. 
Shanna, why do you ask? <laughs> I do have a girlfriend. Her name is Morticia. I was going to say, that's right. We remember hearing about her previously. Yeah, he hasn't had her around much, though, lately. So we'd wondered. She also wants to know if you enjoy your job. I love it. Have you met anyone interesting? You wouldn't believe the things that pass through the cemetery. Cleopatra came by and kept calling me Mark. There was once this guy that just wore one glove and all he would say to me was he he and he looked like a zombie. Oh, and there was that one dude with the ears and said his name was Nosferatu. That's a vampire. Stay away from him, Mort. And Lisa Aiello asked, where do you sleep? I have a little hut in the cemetery. Lisa, I prefer to rest my head on a pillow stuffed with lavender. It removes the stench of my work day. I'm sure it does. All right. And then Sarah Carnell asked, what shovel do you prefer, you know, for all the digging? Sturdy, Sarah. And now we have questions from Wes Hawkins. Oh, Wes. One of our wonderful moderators, and you have some really cool costumes, man. Well, he wants to know, do you prefer a round-tip spade or a flat-tip, and why? I use both. Round works best for breaking ground, and flat-tipped is best for moving earth. Makes sense, and he wants to know if your spade has a name. Chevelle of Destiny. Chevelle of Destiny, huh? Okay. <laughs> and also he wanted to know, do you prefer daytime or midnight grave digging? Either. I just like digging. <laughs> Can you dig it more? All right. Wes also asked, do you have a favorite type of burial in the cemetery? Not one in particular, but I love the mausoleums. They give me a chance to express my inner architect and creator. Well, we definitely think you do a great job with that. Yeah, the the mausoleums are just to die for in our cemetery. The the artwork that he does, he carves the the granite himself, the marble. It's amazing what more can do. They're to die for. <laughs> All right. And now on to Jacqueline Dwyer. She wants to know more. Do you have a favorite cemetery to visit? All of them, Jackie. Sure, Mort, but if you had to pick just one. Rosslyn Cemetery, which is near Rosslyn Chapel in Scotland. So much symbolism to see in these locations. I love the Green Man myths. This is a legendary being that is a symbol of rebirth which goes hand in hand with death. Makes sense. And then Jenny Aaron asks, what's the wildest funeral you've ever had to cover? I once had to bury a whole circus troupe. The sword swallowers, elephants, tigers, ringmaster, trapeze artists, clowns. Mort, they weren't dead, remember? Yeah, I was just going to say, I remember that fiasco. 
but it was pretty wild with them doing all their tricks and stuff while I threw dirt down on them. Yes, and I remember you had to dig them back up. And now we have questions from Janae McCabe. Do you listen to any music while you work or just podcasts? If you do listen to music, what artists? I like true crime podcasts. Of course, HGB is my favorite and this episode will be my favorite. Of course it will be, Mort. Metal helps me relax, but also motivates my digging and construction. Love Sam Haynes and Midnight Syndicate. I'm the one who turned him on to Midnight Syndicate, just so everybody knows. And yes, uh, Sam is out of London and is a Rondo Horror Award winner. His stuff is great. Last name Haynes, H-A-Y-N-E-S. My favorite song is this one by Unto Others called Out in the Graveyard. All right, let me find that for you real quick, Mark.
you'll die just like me too. <laughs> well, everything but that part. <laughs> Whose question are we on to next? Let's see. Janae had another part to her question. Oh, yes, I do see. She asked, how do you like to unwind at the end of a working day or working night? I usually grab my favorite Transylvania brew and take a mud bath. It's great for my pores. Okay, so first of all, let me clarify that when Mort is talking about a brew, this is cider. It is hard cider, but it's it's not a beer. And the name is Harvester. I have seen him out there drinking it. It comes from the first cidery to open in Transylvania. So it really is a Transylvanian brew. This happened in 2015. They opened that. It's a very small craft cider brewer. So my question is, how in the world did you get something like that? I have connections. You know, that hard cider might explain that missing shovel that you found in somebody's grave. How do we know that that is a ghost that did that? Yeah, just saying. All right. Lastly, are you a dog person or a cat person, Mort? Raccoon. Okay. Then we have Allison Natcher. What are your hobbies? Rock hound. And I like to mort roll people. Mort roll? Never gonna dig. Never gonna dig. Dig you up. So like Rick rolled, but Mort rolled? Okay. All right. Let's do this all together. Never gonna dig. Never gonna dig. Dig you up. All right. And now how about favorite literature? Frankenstein by Mary Shelley, Dracula by Bram Stoker, and How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. I guess that all makes sense for the most part. (laughs) Okay, and then we also have some questions from Shalon Bates. So, (laughs) tell us some juicy gossip on the girls, or perhaps a funny epic fail story that they don't want us to know. Have you seen Kelly walk? Usually an epic fail there. And you've all heard the bloopers at the end of episodes. I mean pretty epic, right? Gossip, hum. They are gassy lassies as Kelly puts it. Lots of burping and farting around here. And the best gossip is how they got together and... Okay, more. That's good. That's good. No more. What? You don't want me to tell them that when you type history goes bump into a search engine, the added word divorce is in the top five suggestions. Uh, yeah. Pretty much didn't want you to go there. So you'd rather I tell them you watch Love is Blind and The Bachelor? Oh, now that is a low blow. Shame on you, Mort. And then we also have a question from Scott Booker. Mort, if you were only allowed to dig one more grave, who would you want that grave to be reserved for? You, Scott, of course. Very sweet. And then we also have Bailey O'Brien. What was your favorite grave you've dug and why? And also, can you tell us if you have any specific digging method? Hey, girl. I'm glad to hear you have recovered nicely. Well, my favorite burial has been the Vanda Yachts. Their mausoleum is the biggest. 
Wait, Mort, my parents have the biggest mausoleum. Yeah, but they aren't feisty like Beth. Actually, Bailey, all the graves here are my favorite, because executive producers like you help me keep my job. As for specific digging method, start at the top and dig about 6 inches down and then have a snack. Dig another 6 inches and have a snack, and so on. That's why it takes him so long to get him dug. Now we know. Clearly. So basically, Mort, History Goes Bump is your family. Yes, I was an orphan who had a nice man raise me. But I had no family. Not until history goes bump. That is very sweet, Mort. So, Mort, we want to thank you for your patience and your, uh, I don't, sarcasm. I, I don't know if we should be <laughs> thanking you for that, but thank you for coming in from your work, joining us for this little interview. I hope that the listeners enjoyed it. Uh, again, thank you so much for joining us, Mort. Yes, Mort. Thank you. You're welcome. And we want to thank all of you for joining us as well. Hopefully you enjoyed this interview, got to know Mort a little bit better, and uh, maybe in the future we'll be talking to him again. So uh, you guys take care. I've been your host, Diane. And this has been Kelly. You take care now. Bye-bye. This Valentine's Day, Dunkin's got the perfect pairings to show your love. So get down on one knee with a dozen brownie batter donuts and a cocoa mocha signature latte. Or make them swoon with a strawberry dragon fruit Dunkin' refresher with a Cupid's Choice Donut. Are you ready for love? America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer.